LRU Plonkers Drewsy Yarn episode 13 around that mark. Jesse is back here. Mr. True Footy. He's been on this podcast probably about six times. Yeah, like half of them, I think. It's all right, though, bro. You watch the Joe Rogan. Ex- <coughs> Jeez. You watch- <laughs> We're off to a good start. You watch uh, Joe Rogan. He's got all the same plonkers on there all the time. And it's true. That's what this podcast is. Like, you don't get the most interesting people on all the time. Okay, so. come on. <laughs> but no, what's going on, Jesse? It's been a while, buddy. Not much. Um, yeah, it has been a little while. When did I last see you? Listen- oh, no, the, day after, the week after yes. this now, we did a podcast for my channel. That was yeah. the last time I saw you. Um, and you said you were going to uh, focus on your studies and, you know, stop. Um, I think you said sober October is basically mm-hmm. the goal. How is that going well, buddy? Yeah, it's been great, buddy. Yeah, so after listen out, it was a, it was a big day. Jesse disappeared halfway through the event, getting ready for Brucey. Look around, where's Jesse? No, he's got an Uber home. Sorry, buddy, I got tired. <laughs> you got what? Tired, that's why I texted you. Ah, that's right why up. I texted you. Yeah. yeah, but the last time we interacted was that True Footy podcast, and ever since then, I've just been finishing off my honours degree, which I've completed. Thank you. Round of applause, thank you. Yeah, what a slog of a thing that was. How does it feel? Fantastic. Yeah, has it kicked in yet? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I finished it, like, last week, my final draft, and then I got the feedback back, like, mid this week, and there was, like, no feedback. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> Not yeah. even worth feedback. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, you failed. <laughs> Put it in the bin. Nah. Um, so, like, I don't know. I've been sort of riding the way for the last week. Mm. Last Friday, I finished, and I was like, all gas, never have to go back to uni again. Then Wednesday, I finished my final copy, so I got all up and about again for that. And then Thursday, I submitted it. So I've just been, like, riding the celebration wave um, and then finished Sober October yesterday when and had some beverages with the people that I did my degree with and my parents to celebrate. So, like, all throughout my undergrad, it was a process of trying to get to Frio. That, that was my big dream to work for the Dockers. Like being a Frio member since I was four years old, that was like my entire motivation. Um, and then at the start of the year, got the contract. I was like, yes, I'm all in. Um, and then they were just like, no, nah, you can't come in. COVID. Crazy. Crazy how much the um, policies around that have changed. This is not a COVID podcast. But like at the start of the year, it was mandatory to be vaccinated, to go onto campus. And then when we had our final presentations last week, there was a girl in there that had COVID. So mm. just... Really? Really? Yeah. She had it at the time. Literally had COVID wow. in the room. But like 10 months previous, you couldn't be on the on site if you didn't have yeah. two vaccines. But yeah. um, unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> so the whole year, instead of being at uh, the football club, I was just sat in a library. Um, and it was not rewarding at all, Jesse. Let me tell you. I lived the same day every single day. You've probably seen it in vlogs if you've watched my vlogs, but it was literally... Religiously. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do it. Uh, it was wake up, go outside, write me bloody goals and shit that I do, and then, yeah, drive to uni, sit in the library until 4pm, and then go to the gym. It's literally been the most boring year. Um, and, yeah, I'm just so eager to actually live a life where I'm not held down to anything, restrained by any institution or anything like that. Um, but it's, it's the sense of achievement that I've got from finishing the degree that has been the best part of it. Like I haven't enjoyed the degree at all. Um, but I remember the week off after my 21st, I was like strongly considering dropping out. 
I remember sitting on this couch and I sent off an email to my uh, course coordinator and I was like, yeah, I've made the decision. I'm going to drop out of this degree. Um, so like, can we facilitate it sort of thing? Got like an automated reply back saying like, I'm on leave for the next two weeks. I was like, oh boy. All right. I might have to actually pull my head in here and sort this out. Um, and then, yeah, in that next two weeks, I just sort of had a bit of a mindset shift to like just make the smallest amount of progress every day and then eventually I'll make it to where I want to be. It's really a lesson, I think, in not making massive decisions about your life and reflecting on where you're at in life after a huge night out. <laughs> yeah, literally after my 21st where I didn't sleep. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, I can't believe that the time has come. Like this whole year has just been me thinking about going to England and what my content's going to be and what I'm going to do. Um, and now it's here, so the pressure's on, bro. I've got to actually start performing because there's no excuse now. I don't I don't have the excuse of uni. I'm not a student now. So. True. Yeah, but um, it's a stark contrast to when I finished my degree. Um, my dad kept saying like, "Oh, make sure you tell us when your graduation is." I was like, "Yeah, okay." And then you go on um, uh, Blackboard, I think it's called, mm. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Blackboard, Oasis, Blackboard, Oasis is what yeah. I was thinking of. And you nominate like you can book in your graduation, and I ticked the box saying mail it to me instead. Oh, really? So I got both of my degrees mailed to me, put it in a brown paper bag, and I just handed it to my dad. I didn't even open it. <laughs> he, he still got it at his house somewhere. Well, he didn't even look at it. Nah, don't care. Don't care. Yeah. There's four degrees between us now, bro. True. We yeah. should be doing some getting, shit except for sitting on my couch talking. Getting warmer. <laughs> We're getting warmer. Degrees. Oh, yeah. Degrees. Four degrees. <laughs> I'm cold. It's going to be cold in England. Angles. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Crazy, bro. Now we have no excuse to not be the most relevant people on the planet. So Yeah, we're really thriving. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel uh, any sense of pressure from that or do you feel more liberated right now? Uh, definitely more liberated mm. because one thing that like doing something for so long that you don't enjoy has taught me is like my capacity to work on something that I actually care about. Mm. Like if I can sit in a library for six hours a day on something that I am having to force myself to do, not making any money, um, not doing it with anyone. Like once I can apply that same work ethic to something where I can collaborate with people, make money, build my brand... It's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel pressure. Although, like, there will be elements of that, I'm sure, along the way. Um, but that's just the ebbs and flows of life, bro. Some days you think that you're going to drop out of uni. The next you're celebrating at Metro's. <laughs> <laughs> Which we have not done. Yes. Should we do that before I go? I'm getting pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Every week that passes, man, I'm a little bit older. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I've still got a year before I'm 30. So. Every time you go clubbing, it's just such a reminder of why you don't go clubbing mm. regularly. Well, some people love it, to be fair. The only nights I really enjoyed at Metro's were the ones where we used to go and I would be obliterated by the time I'd get there. So yeah. I had no sense of like self-awareness. Shame. No looking around at other people going, geez, I'm 10 years older than you. <laughs> uh, no, but then there's a few times we've gone sober and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting tired. Yeah. Well, as you were saying, I did Sober October for the month of October, um, finished a few days early, but I started a few days early as well, timed it. And like the entire month, um, I've just been like working on uh, uni and then towards the end of the month, I've been working on this project, which I'm going to launch eventually, which is my next step. Watch this face. Um, and the whole time I was just thinking like, man, I can't wait for Sober October to end so I can just like blow off some steam, have a few drinks with like the people that I did uni with or whatever um and then as soon as it came to that day like the last two days i've done nothing i've just been like celebrating i've realized that 
it's so much more enjoyable to just like continue to grind on whatever you want to do. Cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I like the pause. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get some comedy in here. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeks. <laughs> um, but your mind will tell you as you're like working so hard at something like, oh, it'd be so much better to go out to a, a nightclub or something like that. Like enjoy yourself or, you know, whatever it is, those short term fixes. Um, but once you do that, you realize I don't want to be doing this. And that's what it sort of like resets you to then go again. I think if you just work on whatever you're working towards for seven days a week, you'll get like you'll just drive yourself into the ground eventually. So you do need to have time to have off. But um, yeah, like those little short-term fixes, um, they seem like such a great idea when you're doing something for so long and then you get there and it's just like, yeah, it's not that great. Mm. Yeah. Can you talk about what you did for your um, your honours? Yeah, Honor- like the actual I- project itself? I'm not even sure, hey. Yeah, okay. I honestly can though, like... <laughs> What, now. Yeah. So the title of my journal article is the constraints. That, oh no, it's the the influence of individual task and environmental constraints on goal kicking performance in elite Australian football. So in English, for someone who might not be able to break that down in real time, the factors that affect goal kicking performance. Nice. Yeah. 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 I can give you an elevated pitch, bro. But yeah. Nah, I won't. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my. Did you have to do that as an assessment, an elevator pitch? No, there was like a workshop and it's like, ooh, elevator pitch. Yeah, I remember doing that for an um, assessment once and one of, the, one of the students like started off by going, ding, hello. <laughs> nobody laughed. It was so bad. <laughs> I, like, I was like, that's brave. Like I admire the confidence trying to... I thought you would have laughed at that. I think internally, but it was also a bit of pity. Like, yeah. like nobody laughed. It was painful. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I, I read it. I read yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's all right. <laughs> Um, oh, so basically like there's been like two other studies that have looked at the factors that influence goal kicking performance before none of them had looked at set shot or general play goal kicking but like they'd looked at rather set shots or general oh, play sort of thing yeah okay all that research had found is that like further distances and more acute angles are like determinants of it or like predictors of shot success well I'm glad they did that study yeah no <laughs> shit so much money goes into it yeah um but my study like added like all these new ones that like most studies only have like maybe two or three constraints that they found. And yeah. like, I think I had like nine or something like oh, really? that. So like if it does get published, um, it could be beneficial for the AFL clubs and stuff. But yeah. I, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, bro, I've finished my final assessment. I just want to get on with it. And if it yeah. gets published, it gets published. But it's like not my, um, yeah, my highest priority at the moment. Yeah, I've got sure. a lot that I want to do outside of uni, which I've been... Um, putting off for uni. So now it's like, mm. get it done. But um, yeah, scores from stoppages are much harder to score than scores after turnovers. Makes yeah, sense. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Player density, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But then like you can, oh, and like different types of defensive pressure, obviously as well, like corralling, chasing, closing, physical, all, all these, bro. It's I'm guessing rush behinds weren't part of the analysis. They were excluded. Excluded? Exclusion yeah, okay. criteria. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just said so many different types of rush behinds that categorizing it as, as a single thing. Yeah. Like sometimes it is a like a diving save on the goal line or mm-hmm. it'll be the defender actually just like pummels it over yeah. the line, if that makes sense, which are two very different things. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, the SCG, hardest ground to kick general play goals in the AFL. Interesting. Is that probably because player density? Yeah. 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 Well, it's not the smallest ground by player area. Right. Um, like I think Geelong Cause, cause it's rounder. Might be. 
Yeah, yeah it so is it's, round. it's wider. And I think a GMHBA is really narrow. Yeah. So that makes sense. GMB, G, GMBA. GMHBA is like, you look at it, it looks like a tic-tac. Like when you look at it from like yeah. an aerial view. Yeah. It's, when you look at the MCG, it's like a, Oval, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kadinia Park, it's just like, yeah, very narrow. Yeah, because um, Subiaco was like that as well. Well, like a Tic Tac? Yeah, it was long and narrow. Yeah. I think even more so than GMHBA, like longer. It was the longest ground, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, long and narrow. Yeah. Um, which doesn't explain why the Eagles got annihilated there for 20 <laughs> years, but whatever. What, at Subi? No, no, at GMHBA. Oh, at GMHBA. So GMHBA. We'd, we'd win every game at Subi back in the day. Yeah. And, and GMHBA would not even get within 10 goals. Yeah, I think. So the SCG, I'm just like fully talking about my study here. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people that like, you know, you work under like your supervisors and whatnot, like they're like, oh, we need to get this published so like people can appreciate it. But I could just post a video about the study on my YouTube channel and it would get like literally thousands of views and more appreciation than any other study that's been yeah. done before. <laughs> but because it's not in like the academic field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah really matter but um yeah ruckman as well ineffective kicks maybe need to work on their goal kicking craft yeah again yeah. not shocked <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so it's by player type you did the analysis by player type there was like all these different variables what do you mean player type like position like ruckman's ac- ruckman accuracy versus like a medium key forward, forward key forward yeah key forward general forward okay, midfielders yeah, yeah okay com- that's what I'm compared at all interesting um that was it. Player position. Oh, player experience as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So, there's a few, bro. Found mm. them all. Mm. Came in, identified every constraint that influences goal kicking performance and yeah. bounced out of the game, bro. Nice. One and cool. done. Yeah. One of us is actually relevant to the AFL scene now. <laughs> hey, get out of it, I buddy. I'm talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I said get out of it. Um, your year on YouTube has been... Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) At the start of the year, you were just like, I don't know, burnt out, I suppose. We've spoken about this before, but at the end of last year, like you were pretty much doing daily uploads. Like I was saying before, if you work on something for so long and don't give yourself a break, you're going to burn yourself out. Mm -hmm. That's probably what you did. And then at the start of the year, you were just like, you didn't really have any motivation to do it. Um, You kept doing the Drew footy show, did videos here and there, went to Ibiza. Didn't even go to Ibiza. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you did. It's old. <laughs> <laughs> but you did get an erotic massage. No, we won't talk about that. <laughs> Leave that in. Leave that out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you came back and you sort of got on the horse again. So talk about your year on YouTube, bro. We went swimmingly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so to clarify the burnt out part, I don't know if it was strictly that I was burnt out. It's probably like part of the explanation, but I think part of it was like, I couldn't have tried any harder and like I threw everything at it throughout 2021, particularly at the back end. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like I had a lot to show for it. The ass end. The what? The ass end. The back end. Oh, Continue. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> like, <what? laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I didn't feel like I had a lot to show for it. So I was mm-hmm. like, if I repeat that year, three years in a row, where am I going to be? Mm-hmm. Probably still nowhere near cracking it, so to speak. Ass. And more ass fun. <laughs> um, so really yeah, cracking the back end. <laughs> it's kind of like setting yourself up to you. Like you want to be a um, a bodybuilder, and then you have like a really good year where you throw everything at it, and you feel like you don't look that much different. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess I I think the extra factor is that the what does the end product look like for um for my YouTube channel? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't really can't really envisage it as a self-sustaining business which is 
the carrot that has been dangling in front of me. That's what yeah. I'm aiming for. But as it gets closer, I, I, I just still can't visualize how it would ever make money. Still now? Yeah. Even after that night where you're like, bro, I'm motivated. I've got a plan. Uh, I was, it's an idea. Yeah. It's an idea. I don't think I use those words, but <laughs> bro, I'm motivated. Actually, maybe I did. <laughs> no, you literally said, I think, I'm having weird motivated yeah, thoughts. Yeah, I was like, yeah. where has this been for the last two years? Yeah. So specifically, yeah, that that's, I'm more painting the landscape, like the uh, picture for where I was at at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, but now we talked about it recently, like maybe pivoting the channel to becoming more of a brand. Can we speak about that? Like, I suppose so. Yeah. 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 Go. I can't. My sponsors. <laughs> so I said to you that following on from that thread of thought, where me just doing videos all the time and, and hoping to generate enough ad revenue and then sponsorship money yeah. to make it a sustainable life. Like I'm not even talking making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm. I'm talking about making as much as I do right now mm. in my actual job. Like it, yeah. it's so far fetched, but so what are the other ways that you can pivot to try and make it um, something worthwhile? Yeah. And the idea that was more like making it a brand. So rather mm -hmm. than just me relying on myself constantly to churn out content, and then yourself also making AFL videos and we're all trying to like grow from like a grassroots level yeah. and move up. Why don't we just sort of pull our talent, so to speak, and make one recognizable brand that could then in the future, I don't know, make money in other ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it becomes more of a platform potentially mm -hmm. across multiple platforms. Yeah. Um, as a brand, I think it has more chance to succeed than one guy trying to make it on its own. Yeah, for sure. Like, Doing YouTube by yourself, at the start, it's fun because you're like, it's like anything. Once you first start and you're chipping away at it, like you're going to see growth, like going to the gym. Like if mm. you go for a little bit, you're going to see growth, but then eventually you're probably going to burn out. You might need a spotter to come in and help. Yeah. No, nah, but um, like Caden is a great example of it. Like he worked so hard on his channel for years and years and years. And like he got to the point where he had like 50, 60,000 subs and he's like, I've got all these eyes on my channel, but I'm still not where I think I des sort of deserve to be I suppose yeah and as soon as he started getting more serious with people that can help him out with videos like um he's done a lot of networking in the past 12 months now we've seen him like really go almost into like a b-list celebrity in the AFL scene I suppose like he's actually known by lots of AFL players now and people in the AFL media um, and yeah, he's got mm. a Spotify original podcast. Like he couldn't have done that off his own back. Maybe he could have, but it would have taken a lot longer. And I think like the pitch that you're going for, not the pitch, the idea sort of thing that you want to go for, it makes a lot of sense when you look at uh, a channel like Blue Abroad, which is like lots of people contributing only to Carlton as well. Mm. But the views that that channel pulls is massive. Yeah, They've got the, all... Um the interaction between the viewer and mm. the like I don't even know how he, how he does it and that's something Carbon does well as yeah. well like just even replying I'm bad at yeah <laughs> but like the interaction like you go there and you you feel like it's a, a legitimate channel but you also get, get responded to and mm -hmm. feel like you're part of it as well I think that's something they both do well yeah and if you can like put your own twist on that. Like we take a lot of inspiration from our football daily as well. Mm. Inspiration. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's more you than me. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I rip off True Jordan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, nah, but definitely like when I first started my channel, cause I started my channel uh, because of football daily, the yeah. guys on there talking about it. 
Um, so I just like go on their channel and be like, um, Jurgen Klopp's first starting 11. Where are they now? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, Damien Hardwick's first starting 22. Yeah, Where that's are smart they though. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I think if you can like come up with a mix of like a football daily type channel for Australian football mm. with multiple creators that can put content out on a platform which you have and then you can sort of just oversee it rather than being the like the only driving force behind it. Mm. I think that's a, a great idea. It's kind of like uh, there's, there's a bit of a an Bunnings analogy here. It's like previous prices just the beginning because I work at Bunnings. <laughs> um, like previous over the last few years, I'd be the one like hauling stock onto the shelves, making sure the store is like presentable um, like busting ass and then now I'm a coordinator and I make sure other people are doing that. Yeah. And then I think potentially the future for True Footy would be in making that same sort of step. Mm-hmm. Not, not, um, I'm not talking about not making content anymore and just getting other people to do yeah. it for me. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I think part of it's the variety that's important, but I think it would be a bit more motivating for me to be able to take a step back and not have to, because I, like, I didn't do anything business oriented for True Footy, you know, for like, two years mm. because I was just too busy making videos. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And just sort of hoping that the, the cream would rise to the top and then eventually I'd, I'd, I'd sit back and there'd be all these opportunities everywhere. Yeah. But it didn't really happen. And I probably needed to do that. But I think being able to do some more planning, having more time to do it mm-hmm. uh, would be the, the upshot mm-hmm. from, from my perspective. And then I think, I think there's well, like part of the allure of it, is I think there's there's creators out there without a platform, like really yeah. talented, and then there's other people with a platform and probably no talent. <laughs> yeah. Me, um, <laughs> shut up. Bro. No, I'm joking, but <laughs> yeah, that sounded like a, a swipe. I wasn't really thinking about anyone's in particular, but I can think of several people out there that are guns, like some of the most talented creators in this space that mm. couldn't quite push through and make their own platform sustainable because the it was too big of a burden. Yeah. Um, because it is tough. Yeah. Uh, but they are extremely talented and they mm-hmm. might be motivated to, you know, do a, a casual sort of role for true footy and they upload like once a month or yeah. once every three months and it would still be worthwhile. Yeah. And it just get the output on the channel much higher. Like it'd bring new eyes to it. Mm. Um, yeah. Just be a much more well-oiled machine. Yeah. More WD-40. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bunnings. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then with that comes the sponsorship opportunities and then, then you go from there. But yeah. I mean, like you look at the other equivalents would be like, I don't know, Mungrel Punt um, and The Raw who are both like, they're written. Yeah. But like being a YouTube equivalent of that, mm-hmm. um, that that's kind of the vague vision for it. I think that spot in the market is still waiting to be taken as well. Like I feel like you've, the blueprint has been set out in the Premier League and whatnot. Mm. And we're starting to see like back chat rise with Will Schofield mm. and like that, that is like a, becoming a bit of a platform. Definitely. Um, so I think that will be gobbled up that spot in the market <laughs> eventually, whether it's you or whether it's someone else. Mm. Um, but like, there's no way in my mind that it doesn't work out if you just keep persisting, keep persisting, keep persisting with it. Yeah, but it's got to translate in dollars and cents. Mm. It really does. And it's, like I said, it's not about making hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's about making it, like, I like food. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like rent. <laughs> yeah, 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 for well, sure. Well, I like renting, rather. So, um, I like rent. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I, uh, it's got to make sense financially as well, because that's that's the other half of it. It will take a while to get there, though. Like, it's not like if it doesn't make sense financially in the first two years, it's going to be like, ah, rats. yeah. It'll take time to build. Yeah, but I guess the other doubt of it is just like, 
Yeah, what's the scope? Like who's even if you look at the top dogs mm. in this space, I don't know, even like if you're looking at specifically at YouTube, um, like Dill Buckley and Backchat and Caden, mm. like if you just look at their views themselves and then work out the general ad revenue, it's it's not like permit me to say this, but yeah. it's not like they're making hundreds of thousand dollars from ad revenue. Yeah. They're finding other ways. Yeah, exactly. So if you could find other ways, you can mm. Get that rent in. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. I'm actually intrigued how Will Schofield makes a lot of money. Yeah. I actually well, don't know if he makes a lot of money. Well, he does commentary and stuff on the side as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And he's yeah, probably made like 400 grand a year for the last yeah. year. He's playing AFL. Yeah. Probably all sorted. And he's, he's well sponsored. Mm. Um, yeah, I suppose the networking aspect of that comes in handy. Yeah, Because you're more sure. likely to jump on a Will Schofield podcast just because of his name. Could you not like apply your marketing degree or like what you know about that space to your channel if you had more time to? Um, well, what what would that benefit? Like, it would help me pitch to sponsors potentially. No, but like having a strategic plan for where you want your channel to go. Uh, the 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 biggest question is yeah, I have to work out where you want your channel to go, and that was mm. what I probably always struggled to work out in my head. Yeah. Um. But I, it's. YouTube itself is like the, the, the all the marketing you really do is via the algorithm, really. Do you know what I mean? There's other um, methods of bringing other people to YouTube, like Google AdWords and stuff like that, but it's not that effective at all. The best way to build a brand on YouTube is to have videos that pop. Yeah, there's no real other strategic element that you can do other than you know good good titles, thumbnails, mm. and content. Yeah, do you know what I mean. It, it, there is a pretty good meritocracy on YouTube, and sort of. Mm. But like, if you do the right things well, you'll you'll do well. Yeah, that makes sense. But we can all think of examples of people who've gotten heaps of views, and you're just like, how? Hey Jesse, do you manscape? I do. What do you use? The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 and nice. all of their accessories and shampoos, conditioners, etc. Your balls must look fantastic. Yes, I'll show you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesse, they're not only for the balls anymore. They've branched out and they now have my love life (laughs) nice kidding the platinum package is now out jesse it has a body wash a two-in-one shampoo a deodorant a cologne and of course the lawnmower 4.0 and if you use code druzy20 at checkout jesse all caps no spaces you get free worldwide shipping and 20 percent off your order i use it jesse uses it all my homies use Manscaped. If you're a fan of the channel, use the code, sort yourself out. It's a great product and you won't need to get any more grooming products for a very long time because they are the top of the range, the old Manscaped products. Thank you for sponsoring the video. Let's get on with the rest of the podcast. You can now buy it at Woolies. And you can now buy it at Woolies. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok algorithms, views. The TikTok, you cannot not post a hundred TikToks and not be somewhat like have great exposure. It's impossible. Yeah. I agree with that. The only, honestly, the only reason I haven't done it is lack of time and interest. Mm. So I'm not, I don't, I'm not a staunchly against uploading on TikTok by any means, but I have found that even if you do pop off on there, it doesn't really translate to getting attention on YouTube. And the reason you want attention on YouTube is you get paid for it. Just to make that clear. I disagree. I reckon... Have you found that you've gone up in like views and subscribers when you've had a good period on TikTok? Is that what you're saying? I definitely... Well, Mike, just exposure on me has definitely gone up. Like... Premier Pro. <laughs> one, uh, when I went to um, Melbourne and New South Wales at the end of July, 
um, I saw Bailey who does all of Caden stuff. And he's like, oh, how are your TikTok numbers going? I'm like, they're not. Like, I'm not posting on TikTok at all. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, you can't play the... Like, you're not playing the game if you're not on TikTok. Mm. You're not even in the race if you're not on TikTok at this point. Yeah. That's what's, like, shot Caden through the moon this year as well. Another factor is he posts TikToks pretty much every day. Um, and I noticed... So, once I got back from Melbourne, I started posting more on TikTok and just started getting recognised way more when I yeah. went out. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't really necessarily translate from, like... 10 views on TikTok equals one view on no. YouTube necessarily, but it's that exposure, um, which is all important. Like you can't just look at your YouTube analytics as the only factor or the only like measurable statistic for what mm. you measure your success on. Mm. Although it is what it comes down to at the end of the day, like there's more that feeds into that lake. Lake. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, I guess. But at the end of the day, we're trying to, make this a business. So you look at it from a business perspective. Mm. And so those analytics are the important ones in terms of how much you make. And I realize I'm coming across as someone who's just really in it to make money. It's not the case at all. But if you're looking any like small business would look at, um, is this translating into making more money? Mm. Should I put my attention there? Would you say you're more optimistic or pessimistic about YouTube in general? I think I'm coasting without really thinking too much about it at the moment. Yeah. And I don't think that's a problem because I've been moderately active on it. Yeah. Um, I had about a week off last week because I just, I had a six day week at work and I was just exhausted mm -hmm. and I'd be getting into the gym and prioritizing the gym to be honest. But yeah. um, I'd say I'm moderately optimistic. Is like in your mind, where does true footy, like what does true footy look like in four years? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really think about it that much, to be honest with you. Yeah, true. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I don't really... There's no given that it's going to be around. Do you know what I mean? Rats. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I don't really think that far ahead, I guess, is my honest answer to that. Do you think far ahead about where you want to be in four years? Like what no. you want to be doing? So no. you're just cruising? Yeah. How old are you? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Serious Subtle question. 28. Oh, yeah, sweet, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone says, like, just piss away your 20s and then once you turn 30, yeah, then you yeah. can turn it up. Mm. Age is just a contract, bro. Males also have... not. <laughs> males the numerical system is, but <laughs> age itself is not a social contract. <laughs> it literally isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what was I going to go with that? Oh, we're lucky as males that, like, we can still, like, be biologically active until we're, like, yeah. what, 40... Well, whenever really. You can have kids. You can have kids. That, like, I think there's like 90-year-old fathers out there. What? I think so. Yeah, I mean, the challenge kids when they were 45. Their kids are 45 years old. They're no, 90. No, <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean, I think... I remember hearing there was a 90-year-old who had a kid. And he so, was 90. Yeah, but Fuck. I think I think what gets difficult is, um, you know, getting it up at that age. Yeah, no, but you your, your sperm, like... I, I don't think you get any. Well, you probably get it's a bit less fertile. On it. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably get less fertile, but you never, you never don't go infertile like yeah. women do. Yeah. So, like, yeah. do you feel any? So, when women approach your age, they would sort of start to feel that pressure yeah, to yeah. like, all right, I need to settle down because, like, in ten years' time, I might be infertile or whatever. Yeah. Do you feel the pressure to? sort of settle down or get a normal job or anything like that at this point in your life? Uh, I wouldn't call it pressure. I would, if I could choose to have found the right person right now, I would. You'd settle? Yeah. Mm. But, um, but it's, I'm um, very much, it is what it is. Like you shouldn't go chasing the relationship. 
you just find the person first and then yeah. You know what I mean? It's got to be the yeah. right person, not the right. You shouldn't just marry someone because you're at that right age at that yeah. right time. You've been together a certain while. Yeah. But if yeah, if I could choose to be in a loving relationship, <laughs> I would. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're ready to settle then, buddy. I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't what you wanted to hear. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to the moon, buddy. No, I'm <laughs> going to the moon. <laughs> Crypto. Um, <laughs> the thing about what you your want your channel to potentially become, mm. which is why I like the idea so much is because I'm moving to England quite soon. Um, and I've had lots of questions about like, what am I going to do next year? What's my content going to look like and whatnot. And living in England and making AFL content would be like, I don't know, just be a bit tricky. Like when I make, when I made Premier League content from here, it like felt not authentic because I'm just, absorbing the same amount of content as everyone else is like watching buddy, the highlights or just YouTube and then having my own take on that. Mm. Whereas like on the AFL, I can go to the games. I, I know the sport inside and out, but once I'm on the other side of the planet, I'm not going to have that same um, connection. Yeah. So I, I don't really want to just be doing like a nine things. We learned a Drew footy show, um, which is what I sort of, intended my channel to be when it started out but i'm starting to think of more ideas to pivot um but at the same time i don't want to just stop making football videos so if i could post like a nine things on your channel next year or any sort of video that i've done over the last few years like whatever it is most likely to break out or most disappointing brown little predictions like that sort of stuff i can Do you just, say most disappointing brown little predictions no nah, yeah oh. i was just di- you know like different videos most disappointing players brown oh, right. you know Maybe I heard you. that was a karma yeah. um, <laughs> so i think like the plan for me next year is like i'm going to try to collab as much as i can when i get over to england i think that's the best way to grow like networking um and over there, like, there's so many people that understand the algorithm and know how to, uh, like, sort of what content you have to make and, like, the market. They understand that, like, mm-hmm. the, the blueprint, I suppose, whereas we're sort of just raw-dogging it, just, like... <laughs> <laughs> just I love that expression. <laughs> making it up as we go along, I suppose. Um, raw-dogging it. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I think my plans for next year is going to be, like, obviously, live in England um collab with as many creators over there as i can sort of try to make my way up in the i don't know like i don't just want to be pigeonholed into the afl scene but if i can make videos on your channel so i still have that exposure to the afl scene it's less of a risk to go all in on the content that i want to make because if i come back here i can just get back into uh, AFL content. Mm. We uh, kind of skipped a step there for the for the viewers and listeners because we talked about how True Footy we were brand. We didn't actually address that what we were discussing is the fact that you and I might collaborate on and upload both of our content, yeah. AFL content, to True Footy yeah. going forward, just to clarify. Yeah, and then but, I can motivate Jesse to not settle down. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, man. There's no females out there buying what I'm selling, so I think you got no, some time. No, don't say you that. You got some time, buddy. Uh, um, that's sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, welcome to my my internal monologue for the last two years. I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, uh, no, nah, not actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the idea being that we pool our resources and... I wouldn't say talents, but uh, yeah, yeah, no. So that then, True Footy becomes a the AFL channel, so yeah. to speak, and then 
um, to clarify, you would get paid what you would normally get paid for uploading on my channel. It's not me just Billions. collecting all your AdSense <laughs> from now on. Um, and then that allows you to pivot your channel to the other things. Because I remember when you started, when you joined, uh, sorry, when you were a guest on my podcast the first time we met, the exact phrase you said was, I'm going to milk the AFL scene for everything it's worth and then move to England. <laughs> and so, here we are. So, yeah, back then you said No that, more milking. Yeah. <laughs> back then you said that uh, you were going to move away from AFL content. Mm. Um, so that is what you're intending the to context, do. At least yeah. on your channel. Mm. Yeah. But, like, the reason I started up my channel was because I wanted to get into AFL media. I've always said that I wanted to be a commentator. Yeah, And even though right now our live streams are pretty, like, shitty quality compared to, like, the kickoff or Cardman. Nah. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> like, the the talk is good, but, like, the just webcam with a yeah. scoreboard, like, it's, it's not great. No. Um, but that that's, like, my attempt as I have the resources to do right now. Yeah. Um, but eventually I could see myself doing like live streams for a living potentially. Like as mm. we've seen the blueprint that true Geordie has done with the kickoff and whatnot. Yeah, that's cool. Hey? So I have enjoyed my time of making AFL videos, Jesse, and I have been milking, milking, mil milking, but I've enjoyed the milk. <laughs> it wasn't just like a strategic plan. I'm going to take everything out of the AFL and then, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. You yeah. said it in a, a facetious way. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got the milk frozen in please, your please freezer. <laughs> frozen in my freezer. Yeah, the true right. footy freezer. All right, I'll keep it cold for you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, my queen. Um, but I sort of have a new vision for what I want my content uh, to look like. I, d I just don't want to be pigeonholing myself in AFL content. Gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. I don't know. I want to be your Swiss army knife, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it would be better for your channel if it didn't, um, like going forward, have a mixture of AFL and other stuff. Mm. I think you're more likely to succeed in the other stuff if it's focused on one thing. Yeah. Rather than going from uh, AFL. AFL on the Monday yeah. and then your, I don't know, your other videos yeah. that you intend to do. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, you're not going to lose any momentum with the footy stuff because... Yeah, you'll you'll still be doing it on my channel theoretically, yeah. and then you'll still be recognizable through True Footy. Yeah, and like for me, I don't really care if I'm recognizable, mm. but I'd rather True Footy be a thing rather than people knowing who I am on the street. If that makes so sense. So I, <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't sound egotistical. I want people to watch my videos for me rather than like the title and the thumbnail. Yeah. Whereas like. Which is weird because all my videos for the last two years have all been like AFL in the title, AFL in the thumbnail. Well, it's just what you got to do. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like whoring out for views, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> you said that on a podcast once. Did like, I? Yeah. Like you're a real whore for the algorithm or something, <laughs> like, something along those lines. Yeah. Well, yeah. My model has been like, um, I started off with hardly any of myself on the channel other mm. than the podcast, which nobody watched. And yeah. then like I would do the voiceover videos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then eventually people just started to know me a little bit more. And I in introduced myself and the, and the personality a little bit later. Yeah. I, I like to think that some people don't hate that. So <laughs> they, they stuck stick around and they, they enjoy yeah. the personality as much maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird not to go on a tangent, but it's weird how true footy is sometimes it's like straight up analytical nerdy shit. And then just, yeah. just like wildly inappropriate humor every now and then it's uh it's quite a weird, it's a good, mix mix. It's good blend. Yeah. I have no idea what, how much people think I'm funny. <laughs> yeah. Legit. Some of the stuff we've said on the uh, Drew Footy show in the past has just been. Yeah. And it doesn't go by comment. It's just more like, yeah, yeah I agree with you on the Saints. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, Ross Lyons there now, bro. That's oh, yeah. gross. True. Is that... <laughs> we're not going to talk about St. Kilda. <laughs> but, like, is that not just, like, a 10-year, like, backwards step? It's a little bit cucky from St. Kilda. What do you mean? Like, it's like going after the girlfriend that cheated on you. Yeah, it's like going back to your ex. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because he walked on out on them. Yeah, and I don't know the specific circumstances of that. Some some Dockers man was telling me that um, that it was St Kilda that took too long to offer him a contract. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I feel like the narrative at the time was he just got a massive offer from Fremantle. Mm. I think their uh, relationship was strained a bit, and then yeah, he's like, right. "All right, yeah. I'm good, Freo." Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, that's funny. St Kilda. Yeah, by the end of the day, <laughs> they're getting a coach that is successful. Yeah, like he's not a premiership coach, but. He's turned teams as from, close as you can get to it. Yeah, he's turned teams from that were middling to you know competing for a flag at yeah. least twice. Yeah, football, football. Yeah, enough about that. <laughs> um, I think I've really just said everything I want to say about like the future of like what next year is going to be. Like, it's mm. just going to be collabs. I want to just do more like vloggy type videos. Yeah. That's what I enjoy the most. Yeah, like the biggest hesitancy for me is like I can upload the nine things and get three to four thousand views mm. um which is just easy like i'm comfortable doing that um whereas if i upload a vlog or a q a or whatever it is um like it's not going to get those views guaranteed mm. um so yeah having that backup by uploading on your channel and going for this different sort of content that i want to make um i think it's the best plan of attack i'm gonna start posting way more on tiktok like especially when i get to england i'm thinking of making a new tiktok account um, called Drillsy UK and then just like posting like whatever really? whatever I'm up to I feel like I, I just think TikTok al- TikTok's algorithm is so good if you get it right mm. Um, so I don't want to be posting all of this different stuff on my current TikTok which is all the hashtags at AFL football AFL highlights and whatnot right. and then try to pivot to like a completely different TikTok algorithm like I don't want to be held back in the AFL algorithm and not be on the for you page as much. Um, so if I make a new account, apparently out of every 10 TikToks you make, two will go on the for you page minimum. Wow. So if I can just, yeah, get some, I don't know, banging TikToks over there because there's no ceiling on the views that you can get on TikTok. You can literally just get millions of views. Yeah, it seems quite geared to the creator, doesn't yeah. it? Like the, the half of the algorithm is making it addictive for people who upload, whereas mm. YouTube's not like that. I don't know if, oh, maybe maybe some people are addicted to the views and whatnot, but well, either yeah, not maybe not addicted, but like there's a dopamine rush that's uh, associated with you know uploading a banging TikTok, so it motivates you to do more because you think you're being successful. Yeah. So what I mean is TikTok's algorithm has got the creator in mind, whereas the YouTube algorithm really is just about making the good content do well. Yeah. At least as as well as it can with the algorithm that it has. Yeah, that's true. Um, just, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, sort of YouTube's, oh, what algorithm, it's a, it's a weird one. YouTube's a lot different. It's like long form content. You gotta like scroll to find the video that you want to watch and whatnot. Mm. But like, yeah, I don't know. You can just post whatever random video. It's probably not a good thing. Cause the amount of kids that would post a TikTok and it'd get like millions of views and their like self-esteem would go right through the roof and yeah. then just like come plummeting back down. Yeah. yeah. And like. It's not a good app to just be on all the time as well. Like I've, I haven't touched it in like two months. Hey? Yeah. Whereas good. I used to be on it like all day. Yeah. Well, it's just like those little dopamine spikes. Like, yeah, yeah. And the attention span of people these days. Are you still watching at home? Is there anyone there? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> um, like not many 
kids would click on this podcast because it's too long and they don't have the attention span to watch it. And that's yeah. solely due to TikTok. Yeah. And well, YouTube as well probably wouldn't promote it. That what, way. attention span? Yeah, I wouldn't promote the longer form videos for that reason. YouTube doesn't? Yeah. It tends to. Like it, yeah. You can usually tell in the first like, like yeah, 30 minutes of uploading a video, my podcast will always be way down immediately. Yeah. It's yeah. because you're, that's how much YouTube is putting it out there. Yeah, gotcha. Um, like my reacting... I don't know if this is interesting at all, but my reacting to my predictions was 26 minutes and it tanked. Yeah, okay. Because it was just slightly outside that window. A bit long. YouTube, yeah. If it's a bit long, YouTube doesn't put it out as much. Yeah. And that's like, we've seen uh, shorts come out, reels come out. They're all trying to follow that TikTok trend. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm literally going to make another channel for like Druzy shorts or something like that. And just yeah. Because I, I think now it looks- pants collection. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Try on hauls. <laughs> Sure, won't be doing that. Is there any benefit to making another channel for Drizzy Shorts? On I YouTube? just feel like it makes your channel look so ugly. Like when you go through someone's videos and it's like video, video, short, short yeah. video. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know if algorithmically it's a good idea not to make a second channel though. You think it's not a good idea? Yeah. Mm. I'll on have YouTube to look into anyway. it. I don't know much about TikTok. Yeah. I just want to like, after like speaking to Caden... Uh, at the end of last year, he was like, no, nah, like this year, I'm, there's no way that I'm not like sort of making it. Like he just strategically planned it out, what he's going to do on TikTok, um, what his podcast is going to look like, what videos he's going to have regularly on his channel. Um, and just having that plan in place has given him something to follow when it's succeeded. So I just like, yeah, new TikTok account for like just England specific content. Um, could, have you seen that uh, English dude that like goes to the A-League games, that black dude? No. Nah. No? Nah? I don't know his name. But he just came to Australia and was like, you lot move weird in Australia, fam. And we're just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like... And does he do well? Yeah, he did very well. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then he went back to England for like two months during the summer and now he's back. Yeah. So. But his entire content was just like an Englishman living in Australia with a bit of yeah. a comedic twist. Yeah. Which I think shouldn't be too tricky to do in England. Funny, no, for me to do in England as an Australian, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's gonna be so whack because like I speak like a pom most of the time in my videos, <laughs> yeah. so like by the time I get over there, my accent's gonna change like yeah, it that, will, it will change, and yeah. then I'm just gonna be in English, I'm just gonna be a pom, <laughs> <laughs> got my passport on the way and all, mate, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, those those videos where it's like a, a foreigner reacting to AFL always smash, it yeah, because hey. Australians are so intrigued with how. Our sports are perceived everywhere else. Yeah. So like American, like some of the channels that like skyrocket, it's just like an American watching the highlights of a grand final. And then the reaction will be like, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get like tens of thousands of views. Have you seen that uh, Speed dude? I show Speed. No. Nah. Oh, he's like the biggest creator in the world. I'm tended to say <laughs> yeah. right now. He, he was on, he played in the Sidemen charity match. Oh, okay. Did you watch that? Nah, Not see any nah, highlights or nah, anything? It was, it was on 11.30 or something. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he just like, he's a live streamer. Um, I haven't watched him too much, but like, he's just hilarious. He's like this 17 year old kid. He's pretty mm. much like the next KSI sort of. Yeah, um, right. No, never heard of him. Like, I haven't really been on much on YouTube in yeah. the last year, to be honest. Um, like if you think of like the early days of KSI, like pack openings, just screaming and yeah, just doing yeah. like outrageous shit. Yeah. It's pretty much what he does. Um, but yeah, he, he's popped off and he reacted to, um, I think it was like high school Australian football. He's like, bro, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, but yeah, that everyone that 
uh, watches that's below the age of 29 would know whose feed is. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, I'm below the age of 29 for another month. Oh, true. Bitch. Happy birthday in a month. Thanks, buddy. Got to get you a nice present. No, you don't. So, the next month and a little bit before I move to England, I'm just going to be working on this project that I have coming along, Jesse. Hope mm. the plonkers enjoy it. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, going to be exciting once it gets going, but I've got plenty to do, plenty to learn. Keep your eyes peeled. It'll be everywhere anyway. Have you started it yet? The, I've started the aspects okay. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, got got plans all in the cranium. It's um, a device where you can extract the meat off of horses before they die. <laughs> what? It's from the office. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Just cut that. <laughs> I'm leaving that in for sure. It's from the office, all right. But I'm going to be moving to England, Jesse. What are you doing next year, bro? I am... Can't think of a funny response because I know you're just trying to lead me into the particular <laughs> answer. Um, I have also been dabbling with the prospect of maybe thinking about considering also moving to England. Yeah. Unrelated to you and unrelated to Dylan, who's also moving there. Well, we're, also, we're all moving there separately. Yeah. So goodbye, true footy. It's been real. <laughs> no. Could be nice. Yeah, I'm thinking of working holiday. Working holiday? Yeah. Well, that's what the visa is literally called. So how does that work? Holiday? You get a two-year visa and uh, essentially means you can go there and you have the right to work as opposed to if you just fly to England right now and yeah. apply for a job, you don't have the right to work. Whereas a working holiday visa allows you to get a job there. Yeah, okay. So essentially you could go there and live there for two years. Is your idea to travel a lot while you're there? Yeah, ideally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it really depends how much money I'm going to have. Like I've been saving. I just... Spent fifteen grand on my trip recently. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I should be all right. So I'm I'm intending to go there and um, probably get a job ideally in like marketing, which is one of my degrees. Mm. And um, digital media. Yeah, that, that would be hot. You reckon? That'd be so good. I digital media sounds so boring. No, it's like, like it's Facebook what you, ads and stuff. No, like content creation media, bro. Ugh. That's what you need. True footy to survive. Uh. I find, it a, I find it a boring activity. It's not fun marketing. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. So it's like Facebook ads for... Yeah. 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 And but if you could get a gig... That's what the vast majority of digital media is. It's like yeah, okay. copywriting, writing like with emojis in, in, um, yeah. in like Facebook posts and then promoting them. Yeah. Would you like, if like you could apply at Football Daily, would that appeal to you? Like doing whatever you could do there. Like oh, yeah. I would, I would definitely look at an opportunity like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would be pretty in- interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a broke uni student, Jesse, and I'm moving to the other side of the world, so I don't think mm. you need much money. This is true. <laughs> Although I do need to rent a place as yeah, opposed true. to you. So that's, that is literally the biggest difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be traveling on pennies. Like, I, I'm literally, I've got my ticket over there, and then, like, once you're there, yeah. all of the travel is quite cheap. Um, yeah, because you're on the doorstep of Europe. Undoubtedly, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm literally just gonna like earn a little bit of money, get flights to wherever, and a place to stay, and then yeah. just like go. Yeah. Because it's like, it sounds cheesy, but it's more the culture that you want to experience rather than like the luxuries that that place has to offer. Mm. Like you don't need to stay in a five star hotel and do all of the touristy shit. Like you can just walk around and yeah, meet people and whatnot. So yeah, that's the plan. But um. If this project goes well and I'm making enough money once I'm over there, fingers crossed, potentially move up to London. Mm. Lad pad. Yeah. Lads. 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 You can pay most of the rent. Lads in <laughs> London. 
Um, but yeah, that's the plan, man. Mm. We can just wrap it up there, I reckon. Yeah. Drewsy yarn number 13-ish. Probably isn't. It's probably like 15. Plus minus four. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're about to film a draft prospects video on Jesse's channel, so make sure you go check that out. Thank you for coming on the channel, Jesse. Thank you for having me. And we'll see you in the next video. What are Take your thoughts care. on Andrew Tate? <laughs> Goodbye. Hello. <laughs>